0: Ashley Brock, reading Dolores Fawson's book, Dade, chapter 17, and it's the last chapter. Are you sure this is okay? Kayla asked again. Dade tried to give her a reassuring nod again. It had only been two hours since Carrie had tried to kill him, and he figured Kayla would need a lot of reasoning, and so it was nothing but a bad memory. He took Robbie from the instant infant seat in the back of the cruiser, Robbie flashed a big sloppy grin and babbled some sounds, happy sounds. Unlike his mom, Robbie had no apprehensions about coming to the Ryland Ranch. Da da da, Robbie babbled. Dade knew he was just trying to say his name, but it melted his heart anyway. The ranch is big, Kaylee commented as she stepped from the front passenger seat. She looked up at the sprawling two-story red brick house. They took a moment to try to see the place through Kayla's eyes. Yeah, it was big and getting bigger, 3,000 acres, but Mason was constantly in buy mode. When it came to adjoining land in the house, well, it had gone through changes over the years, too. Grayson and Eve are having a new wing put on, so they have more room for their baby. He let them know, tipped his head to the addition that had already been framed. Nathan, Kimmy... Living the left wing with Kimmy's nanny Grace, I already called and talked to Grace, and she said she'd help out taking care of Robbie. That's kind of her, Kayla said softly. Yeah, it might become a necessity because Connie had decided that she needed a break. They couldn't blame the woman because she'd spent the last couple days in danger, in hiding, and then on the run. Before that, she'd been in hiding with Kayla, hardly the best employment situation Kayla's gaze went from the left wing to the porch that extended across the entire front of the main house. Unlike her estate, the ranch was homespun and didn't have a high-end decor touch. "'It's really beautiful,' Kayla said, looking back at him. She smiled, both at Dade and Robbie, but her smile couldn't hide her. "'But I probably should have gotten a room at the hotel while my place is being repaired, especially because I don't think I'll be going back to the estate.'" (laughs) Dade stopped. This was the first he heard of this, and Kayla and he had spent the last couple hours talking. Too many bad memories, she added. He didn't doubt that, but he didn't like that Kayla was making plans that she hadn't talked about. Of course, Dade had done the same. Her attention drifted to the other vehicles in the driveway. Mason's truck, Nate's Lexus, Grayson's SUV. Your brothers are here. Yeah, Dade had made certain of that. It's part of the plan. And that led him to the next stop. This might be a mistake, a huge one, but sooner or later, he wanted his family to meet Kayla and Robbie. Really, meet them. Not with bullets flying or while neck-deep in an investigation. That investigation was over now. The danger, too, and it was time Kayla faced his brothers under normal circumstances. Normal. Finally. It wasn't perfect, but they were getting there. No more threats to Caleb's life. No more Brennan. No more Carrie. Heck, Kayla had even managed to reconcile with her sister, over the phone anyway. In a day or two Dade would see about getting them together face to face for a little mending time because they know they now knew that Misty hadn't had a hand in the attempts on Kayla's life. Cad, my youngest brother, is at work at the FBI office in San Antonio, but he'll be here later tonight. Dade let her know. They won't bite, he whispered and usher onto the porch. Even Mason? Kayla questioned. Dade. He'll behave, he hoped. With Mason, you were never quite sure what you were going to get. The front door flew open, and a silver-haired woman came rushing out onto the porch. Kayla would have taken a step back if Dade hadn't caught onto her arm to anchor her in place. Kayla, Robbie, this is Bessie Watkins, the woman who takes care of us. I do with that. I cook clean and give them you know what when they need it. Smiling from me in the ear, Bessie whispered to Robbie, Now here's a handsome little angel. Robbie approved of the compliment and gave her a grin. Bessie scooped the baby right out of Dave's arm, kissed him on each chick, cheek, and then hugged Kayla. Welcome to the double all right. ranch. Thank you, Kayla managed, but she still didn't sound comfortable. The others already had lunch, Bessie let them know. But if you're hungry, there's plenty of roast beef and pecan pie left, and I'm fixing a big pot of chili for dinner yeah and they could smell it walking into the house was always like coming home for christmas and he would never take that for granted with robbie cuddled in her arm bessie ushered them inside past the foyer and into the massive family room again no fancy stuff here hardwood floors leather furniture and a floor-to-ceiling limestone fireplace with some logs simmering in the hearth the only artwork was family portraits and paintings of some of the ranch's prize-winning livestock if they cale it it must have been like walking into the lion's den There was a basketball game on TV, volume blaring, and Mason, with a beer in his hand, had claimed one of the oversized recliners. Nate was stretched out on the floor with Kimmy, his daughter, arranging little plastic horses on his stomach and chest. Grayson and Eve were on the sofa, making out, well, kissing anyway. Newlyweds, Dade whispered to Kayla, and he cleared his throat so it would get their attention. It did. Everyone stopped, even Kimmy and stared at Dade and their visitors. For one bad moment, Dade thought this had been a mistake, to spring Kayla on them, and vice versa. Then Eve leaped off the sofa and hurried to them. Like Bessie, she gave Kayla a hug. Dade, too. Thanks, Dade told Eve, returning the hug. Eve might have been only a sister-in-law, but he loved her as much as he loved his brothers. Kayla and this handsome little angel are staying with us a few days, Bessie let them know. She set Robbie on the floor next to Kimmy, and the little girl, God bless her, immediately offered Robbie one of her toy ponies. They were only two months' difference in their ages, with Kimmy being slightly older, but they were almost identical in size. Mason, we'll get your bags from the car, Bessie insisted. Why not you, Mason? Mason stared at them and stared. Before he finally grumbled something and climbed out of the recliner. I'll oh, help. Nate said, getting off the floor. The bags can wait. Dade insisted in that drew everyone's attention back to him. He swallowed hard. It was a do-or-die moment, and everything hinged on what happened in the next few minutes. Dade took a deep breath and turned to Kayla. I'm in love with you, he blurted out. Other than the TV, the room went stone cold, silent. Even Robbie and Kimmy quit battling. I didn't know, They continued, to I saw Carrie holding that gun on you. Now, that's romantic. Mason snarled. Dade shot him a scowl. So far, this wasn't going well. He could deal with Mason's snark, but Kayla's mouth was practically open, and she was staring at him. A dozen things th- dozen things went through his head. None good. She was about to run for the hills, or laugh, or tell him that it was the adrenaline crash talking. After all, it's been only a couple hours since Carrie tried to kill her. Kayla cut onto his arm. We should probably talk about this in private. Date held around. I considered that, but I figured sooner or later preferably sooner. I wanted my family to know how I feel about you. She nodded, got the deer caught in the headlights look, and nodded again. Okay She scrubbed her hands down the sides of her dress. I'm in love with you too. That hit him like a sack of bricks. Oh, he wanted the words, but he hadn't expected Caleb to admit it without some prompting. He also hadn't expected to feel this way after hearing those words come from her mouth. Yeah, it was a shocker. His knees were weak, his thoughts spinning a mile a minute, but most of all, Dade was over the moon. As Drew, he jacked, yes, she verified and cast another uncertain glance at his gobsmacked siblings. That yes was enough for him. Dade put his arm around Caleb's waist and hold her to him for a kiss. Not just a peck, he wanted this to be a kiss they would remember for the rest of their lives. Caught the sound of her surprise with his kiss, and he moved into it, letting the taste of her slide right through, him like hot whiskey and sex, especially the sex. But he tried to put that on hold for a moment, even though the kiss was a reminder that he would like to drag her off to his bed. And soon, someone cleared her throat. Bessie, he realized, "'Why don't take the little ones to the nursery?' In a minute, they'd figured he might as well go for broke. He looked at Bessie, Eve, his brother, brothers, and the babies. I'm going to ask Kayla to marry me. I just want to make sure nobody has a problem with that. More stairs. Except for Kayla. She made another one of those happy melting sounds of surprise and lashed herself into his arms. Dade realized that her response was the only one that mattered. And Robbie, of course, but Dade and the little guy seemed to be on the same page because Robbie clapped his hands and babbled Dad, dad, dad. The baby was clearly a genius. I love you, Dade reminded her. Kayla kissed him. Again, not a whiz kiss. This one had Mason grown. Get a room, all right? Both Kayla and Dade were smiling, when they finally broke the kiss, in your answer to that marriage proposal, they reminded her, yes, no hesitation whatsoever. Although she did cautiously eye the rest of the clan, there it was again, the feeling that he'd just been hit hard and loved hard all in the same moment. they never considered himself a gushy kind of guy, but he suddenly felt like gushing. Well, it's about time you got a good woman in your life, Bessie declared, she hugged them both again. So did he. Welcome to the family, she told first Kayla, then Robbie. Nate came next, and Dade knew this was a huge concession for his twin. Nate was still reeling from the news of Ellie's killer, but it didn't stop him from pulling Kayla into his arm. He'll be good for Dade, Nate whispered to her. He'll be good for me, Kayla whispered back, and Dade hoped like the devil he didn't disgrace himself by getting misty-eyed. Nate pulled something from his pocket, a silver, silver double or conjugal. I picked it up from the parking lot, Nate explained. He took Kayla's hand so he could put it in her palm. I would give it to Dade. But he might just throw it away again. Dade just shook his head. Throwing it away just wasn't working because this was the second time it turned up. Kayla can decide what to do with it. Dade let her know. Her hand immediately closed around it. Then I keep then I'll keep it. He pulled her neck chain from beneath her blouse to reveal her own concho. It was a gift Dade had given her for Christmas. It makes me feel like part of the family. You are family, they clarified. Eve smiled, brushed a kiss on her cheek. Soon Kayla will be family. Robbie, too. Grayson was waiting right behind Eve, and when she stepped to the side, his big brother was there to give Kayla his own welcoming hug. This was like the Ryland version of a receiving line. This family can always use some more females, Grayson teased, and apparently another wing of living quarters. But his expression turned more serious. When his gaze met her. Welcome to the family, Kayla. Oh man, that put some tears in her eyes. Eve's too. This was going much better than Dada had expected. But then, this was his family. There's a lot of love in this room. <laughs> then Mason stepped forward. He didn't snag Kayla in his arms. He just stared at her and stared. You could do better, me, better, Kayla. Mason told her he loved her, but not much. Coming from Mason. That was a more fuzzy welcome, much to Date's surprise. Kayla leaned in and kissed Mason on the cheek. Nate couldn't be sure, but he thought Mason might have actually blushed. It was hard to tell under those multiple layers of stubble. I'll get the bags, Mason said, strolling out. Nate was right, Nate was right behind him. Eve scooped up Kimmy. Grayson took Robbie. We'll show Robbie the nursery. It's like a toy store in there. And I'll check on dinner. Bessie piped in, following the others out. Dade knew it was a ploy to give Kayla and him some alone time, and he was thankful for it. He didn't waste even a second before before he pulled Kayla to him and kissed her. Marry me, he said again. her I've already said yes. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to hear it again. <laughs> Kayla smiled, and he caught that smile with another kiss. Yes, she repeated, but then she pulled back and like, are you sure about this? <laughs> he didn't blink, but he did. Fr- You're not sure? No, I'm positive. I love you. I really love you. But I have some baggage with a bad marriage under my belt. Then it was time you had a good marriage. To me, he clarified causing her a smile. Because I really love you too. But again, but again, her smile faded. Because there was nothing she could say or do that would make him change his mind, they decided to end her doubts with another kiss. He backed her against the wall, next to the portraits of his family, and he put his mouth to hers. They didn't stop there. He pressed his body against hers until there wasn't a sliver of space between them. And he kept kissing her until he heard that sigh, that little sound of surrender and pleasure. Kayla melted against him. Well, he jumped. Got any dolls now? Kayla eased back, her chest pumping for air. Her heart racing. None. I love you, Dade Ryland. And more than my next breath, I want to be your wife. Good. That's exactly what he wanted, too. Dade smiled and pulled her back to him for another kiss. Welcome home, Kayla. The end. Oh, don't be sad if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, they're so cute. I want some more. Don't be sad because there's another book. And I'll be reading it. Start reading it tomorrow.